Welcome to Tips from the Server Room. This podcast is designed for all you systems admins, network specialists, or the guys and gals out there in the office who handles it all. Sit back, relax, grab a beverage, and enjoy Tips from the Server Room. Hey everybody, welcome back once again to Tips from the Server Room. This is episode number 154, and I'm recording this today on Sunday, December the 6th, 2020. So a lot of you have been emailing me, and I want to thank you very much for the emails and for everybody reaching out and asking me, Jack, where in the world has Tips from the Server Room been? Is it another podcast that just kind of pod faded away? And is it one of those podcasts where we're never going to hear from you again? Well, actually, my life has taken this this major turn. And what I mean by a major turn, not in a bad way, uh, it's a very positive way. So I was approached and I was asked to uh, actually become an educator. And um, it was from a, it's from, well, not from, it wasn't, was from, it, uh, it is a friend of mine uh, who was asking, and um, you know they put the offer out there on the table and said, look, this is what we have to offer you. Uh, would you be interested in teaching? So now I am actually educating juniors and seniors, high school students, uh, in a technical center, technical um, career center, in a very technical setting. And um, I would love to show you pictures uh, of, the, uh, of the room, the classroom, uh, pictures of the students, but obviously I can't share that with you. So, but what I can tell you, I am teaching uh, cybersecurity and networking, and I am teaching level two. Okay, so we have an instructor that's been there for quite some time. Uh, he's teaching the ninth and tenth graders, so new new students coming in. And once he has them educated in basic uh, computer essentials and uh, some basic understanding of networking. Then they come to my room for their junior and senior year, and they get to level two of advanced uh, networking, and also the introduction and uh, you know some some education about cybersecurity. What we try to do with them at that point, we try our very best to get these students to uh, take their CCNA and get certified in CCNA, which is uh, very huge, uh, at least in where we live here in uh, Pennsylvania. And we also try to get them to uh, get the uh, Cisco Cyber Ops, the new Cyber Ops certification. So that is a big part of what we do. Um, they do get the um, uh, CompTIA A plus certification. Uh, most of the students have that. And they also get the Cisco, um, uh, Cisco Computer Essentials or IT Essential certification. So when they leave us, they have a lot of certifications and you know we're proud of that we're proud to provide that uh, education to these students and i tell you what it has opened my eyes just <laughs> twofold first of all uh, my wife has been an educator for 25 years and she's been teaching students uh, very young students she teaches very early uh, childhood uh, education so yeah, but she's been doing it for like 25 years and she'll come home with stories and uh, you know about educators um, I've supported educators for almost 25 years. I've worked in school districts supporting educators. So with that being said, 
you know, I thought I knew a lot about teaching, but in reality, I really, really don't. So the way it works now is they hire us, everybody at the CTC, you get hired in for your profession, right? You have to show that you have at least 20 years of uh, working in the profession and uh, getting paid full time for it. So you know you have a good solid background in uh, doing what you do. And then what they do is, no matter what degree you have, even if you have your bachelor's degree or your master's in technology or uh, certifications in cyber ops, or none of that really matters for the, for the teaching part of it. The teaching part of it, I actually start college uh, very soon here in uh, January for my teaching certification because now I have to get a PA teaching certification. Uh, the way that works, just to throw this out there to you right now, currently what they do is you're on an emergency cert. So that would be the same thing if they would hire a sub and the sub has a bachelor's degree but no teaching cert. They can get an emergency certification and then they can teach uh, for one year on that emergency certification. But with us, we have to just um, abide by all these rules and guidelines and have to be like, you know, we have to be in a college program. Uh, we have to pass a, a OCA, which is an occupational certification uh, administration. So that means that they know that I know the occupation of networking and cybersecurity very well, that I can, you know, have the abilities to teach it. But uh, between that and writing lesson plans almost daily, um, when I started in my classroom, I said, well, where's the book? You know, do I have a book here somewhere that I can use and actually uh, teach these students out of? And they said, yeah, we don't have a book. And I said, well, what do you mean you don't have a book? And they said, we don't have a book that you can teach out of. And I said, where do I get the material from for this class? And they said, out of your head. You're a smart man. You've been doing this a long time. These folks know me. They know uh, my abilities. They know my background. So... I have been basically writing every lesson uh, from the back of my mind and pulling this stuff out for these students. The cybersecurity part of it, I had to go through Cisco Cyber Ops uh, and get certified through Cisco in order to teach cybersecurity to my students. So that part is accomplished anyway. So once you get that cybersecurity part down, you know, uh, I can teach that. That's fresh. I have a lot of material from when I'm in school. So that's pretty simplistic to, to teach. Here's the second thing I've been teaching these kids is uh, what's called pen testing. And we haven't really talked about that too much on this show ever, uh, penetration testing. But we're using Kali Linux. And a lot of the students said, oh, you know what? Uh, this Linux is really, really cool because it's straightforward. Uh, when you type a command, you know, you type the command in and it does what you expect, such as even like, clearing the terminal screen you know they type in clear even though windows like microsoft uh, windows with the command prompt you type in cls right for clear screen and they're like we just like typing clear this just makes more sense to us and i said a lot of times once you learn linux and get to understand the operation of how linux runs it is a amazing operating system uh, even on the desktop what i have to do is teach the students how to use the desktop Linux uh, for their tests, for their graduation tests. They also have to know how to use the uh, command line Linux. So we're setting up uh, Linux servers, right, using uh, Ubuntu. Uh, I think it's 20, whatever the newest one is, 20.04, I think. I'd have to look here. But anyway, you get the idea. So uh, they're setting up all that through the command line, uh, you know, turning it into a web server. And they're just blown away like, 
this command prompt, this, this, this computer that we built has no GUI, but yet we can type a few commands and it's a web server. And they know how to get into the index.html and post their web pages. This is all stuff that's very critical to these, these students. And our job, my boss put it to, to me when he hired me, he said, look, he said, this is the object or the objective of what we're trying to do in education with these students. When they leave here, they should be able to be marketable. They should be able to, if they want to, leave the school and go straight out into the industry and find a job, which we also have job placement, uh, career readiness placement pl uh, for these students. Uh, we have companies out there, you know, waiting to get these students out of school and get them hired up. And we also want to give them a good background, a good uh, overall knowledge. So if they want to go on to college, which a lot of them do, they can go into a program, maybe a two-year program, and already be, have enough abilities to probably get through half of the college program that they're walking into. So, if not all of it, uh, it's pretty amazing. We've also been doing a lot of uh, Python programming. Uh, actually, set that up, and we did that for a week. Uh, they have to have some basic programming knowledge, so we did that for a week, and um, they were pretty excited. Most most of them, for the most part, was pretty excited about the learning more about programming and Python programming and and uh, learning how to use it. They're going to be learning how to use that for scripting, for automation, and uh, you know just a lot of the work that we do as uh, you know networking and uh, server administrators. Uh, you have to be able to do that. We'll also be doing some PowerShell stuff, so they'll be learning some PowerShell commands and how is PowerShell, you know, tied so closely in the Windows Server these days. And um, speaking about Windows Server, we set up Windows Servers in the classroom. I have enough equipment. We built basic networks. Uh, we have Cisco switches, uh, Cisco firewalls, just a slew of, of hardware in, in this lab uh, in my classroom. Uh, we just put a brand new server rack in. The students wired that all up. Uh, we put everything into that server rack. We got two new servers coming to learn virtualization. Um, it is an amazing opportunity uh, to say now that, you know, not only working here on this podcast with all you folks and maybe giving you some knowledge and some uh, base knowledge of, of how to do things, you know, your network um, and doing some, you know, uh, screenshots or screen videos here and play these on YouTube because this podcast will also be on YouTube and you can find uh, the not really a live cast, but the video of me doing the podcast at 42 Technoman on YouTube. 42 Technoman. If you go over there, please hit the sub button. Because what I like to do on these, and you'll see a lot of the past shows uh, for the uh, tips from the server rooms on there, and I actually have a playlist. If I do any screen stuff, if I do any, uh, if I show you anything like setting up a server, Active Directory, all that. I do record that in video on, on the screen, and then I, I uh, upload that to YouTube. So, Because I know driving in your car, I listen to hundreds of podcasts every week. And when I'm driving to work in the car and I'm listening to a podcast, I can't really write things down. It's just not possible. So, But that is what I have been doing with my time. Uh, that is why the podcast has slipped off quite a bit here. Um, you know, just trying to get everything in order for these students. Um, you know, I owe them um, a lot of uh, attention because, you know, they're expecting me to be able to show them what they need to know so they can go out in the world and work in this great industry that we call, uh, you know, the technology field. So that is what's been going on. And 
you know, it, it does take a lot of effort. I'm not complaining about it at all. Um, I, you know, every day when I sit with the students and uh, we work on projects, I come home and I tell my wife, you know, how much I enjoy the educator part of it. But uh, now I understand educators more where people always complain about educators. And I used to do it too. You know, educators would be off all summer or they'd have a long holiday break or something to that nature where we in the industry would not. We'd have a couple days for Thanksgiving or whatever, maybe a couple days for Christmas. But in reality, they work very, very hard. Educators out there in the world, whatever you're educating, thank you, thank you, thank you for what you do. Because even though, even if you're watching this and you go, oh, them educators have it so easy, they have the summers off, they earn that right. Because I tell you what, this is not a uh, seven to five job or a seven to four job. This job is, you know, I go to work at seven, I get home about four o'clock, and uh, by 4.30, I'm starting to plan, write my lessons, uh, do my online stuff that I have to do for, um, we have an online content learning management system. I have to get everything put in there. I have to get it uh, organized properly for the students for the next day. So uh, it's more like I come home at 4, you know, start doing that about 4.30. Um, I'm usually done with that by 7, usually 6.30, 7 o'clock. And then I sit down with dinner with my wife, then have a little TV time. And then uh, it's usually back right at it again. So uh, the next morning, you know, you're up and you're you're heading to the school again. So, so I get it now. I get why educators need that time off. Uh, I used to really laugh and joke, and I'm sure like you do too. If you're watching this, thinking, huh. yeah, you're thinking, boy, Jack, I work you know 40 hour days and you know or, or 20 hour days. Uh, um, you know, now what I don't have to do anymore is, and it's kind of weird, but uh, especially supporting educators for 25 years. I don't have to work on my own computer on my desk anymore. I just put a help ticket in and somebody comes in and fixes it for me. So that's a little different. Um, that's a little hard to get used to because I know what's wrong and I want to do it. But obviously, I don't have any passcodes or anything for the network. So that's not going to help anybody. So, um, But it's, uh, it, it is different at that point. Like one day the internet went down and I started right away trying to ping the server. I started, I checked my own IP address. It was giving me a 169. I'm like, well, that's a uh, inside internal address of the computer. That's kind of one of them bogus addresses, 169 dot. So I said, well, you know, their DHCP server is not running. and But I could not go and reset the server. Uh, and the tech people weren't at the school yet. And it was a mess. It really was a mess. They came in. By the time they got there, I walked back um, and I... Uh, <laughs> walked into the server room. I mean, the tech guys are really good that we have. I walked in the server and said, hey guys, what are you doing? And they were rebooting all their virtual machines. I said, oh, I guess you're busy right now. So I guess I'll go back to my classroom and I'll prep uh, for my next class because we teach, if you've ever been to CTC, I don't know how it is where you live, but in Pennsylvania, the way it works is we have a morning session and then we have an afternoon session. So it's almost like teaching a college class. I teach a morning class. I got to teach an afternoon class. I'm uh, teaching the exactly the same thing in the morning as I teach in the afternoon so but um but yeah so I said well I'll just go back and prep for my afternoon class and uh you know uh, well, hopefully you guys will get this internet fixed very soon because we do so much on the internet these days I mean all of our online content obviously is online even our uh, attendance when we do our attendance it's online so 
Uh, It's funny because I used to preach everybody, we need to be in the cloud. We need to be in the cloud. We need to be in the cloud. Be very careful about being in the cloud because when the cloud goes away, you have no access to your stuff. So think about that. Um, I'm more of a guy that likes to have stuff on-premise and in the cloud. I like to kind of have both. Uh, That's what I had at my last job when I worked at the marketing research firm, which I know I talked to you a few times on the podcast about that because I look back, the last podcast I did obviously was February, and I'm sorry about that, but... Um, when I was working at the marketing research firm, I uh, I had on-premise stuff, and then I had cloud-based stuff. And thank goodness, because when, when uh, the whole uh, COVID, the whole pandemic hit, um, our workers were very much more set and ready to go home and work than what a lot of companies out there were. And it's really, it's nothing that I did. It's more that our company was based around our people traveled all the time. So they take their laptops, they'd go to Germany, they would go to uh, France, they would go to uh, Japan, they would go to Texas, you know, Florida, California, uh, you know, all over the place, state of Washington. So they were used to be already being a mobile workforce. So all I had to do was add more VPN uh, on the back end, more uh, licenses to get everybody to VPN into the network, because at that point, everybody went home to work uh, but we were more uh, able to do that and using stuff like uh, OneDrive uh, because it was a total Microsoft Office shop so with OneDrive we were able to well I was able to let me say dump all their files onto a OneDrive uh, folder with the admin account share that out amongst everybody until I could get the extra VPN licenses to keep them working so they never lost a day's work, and I think that is is great uh, in the tech field if you can set it up where your people don't lose work. But uh, ordinarily, though, we did have file servers at work. Um, there's a lot of file storage. I added uh, Synology drives. I'm sure you know what Synology is. I just ordered two of those for school for the kids to use, for the students. So, But uh, it's, it's just a great way uh, to introduce students to all this stuff so what i'm hoping to do with this podcast folks as we go on here depending on how much time the college program starts to take up with me but i hope to actually bring this back to life and bring you some of that some cybersecurity stuff some of the linux stuff and don't get turned off going oh jack i hate linux it's absolutely trash it's garbage the more and more i talk to people the more and more you need to learn linux if you're a Windows Server administrator and that's all you know, you're going to end up getting to the point you're going to have a hard time finding a job. And I'm telling you, that's the honest truth. Because when I worked for the marketing research firm, I walked in there and they said, hey, we have six Linux servers. They had three Linux servers running in our, our server rack. And now they were all virtualized. And they had three Linux servers running on AWS. And not only Linux, it was CentOS. So CentOS, I call it, or CentOS, C-E-N-T-O-S. And um, it's a little different than like Ubuntu, but luckily most of it, you know, is is, is the same. Uh, the only thing I found with was CentOS that was really different was installing. Instead of doing like a like a uh, apt install, you would do a yum, a Y-U-M, and use the yum installer, I guess, to install packages. But... Other than that, Linux is not hard, and maybe we'll go over some of that on this podcast. You know, email me, let me know. Just send me an email at tipsfromtheserverroom at gmail.com, 
And, uh, you know, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what you're thinking and uh, what you might need to know. Um, I don't ever want to try to present that I know everything because as I told my students, I don't, but I am a research guy. So if I don't know it, I will figure it out and I will teach it and present it to you. So um, we may also have been doing, I've been doing a lot here, uh, my personal self with uh, PHP programming. Um, and like I said, been doing a lot of Python programming with VS Code. VS Code is amazing. Uh, if you're looking for a coding editor, you know, and you listen to these big time coders out there, I watch a lot of their YouTube videos and they're like, Oh yeah, you know we use uh, we use Vim and we use uh, you know Nano and you know what? Uh, get yourself a code editor. Uh, load up uh, load up Kite in it, uh, K I T E, so that way you get some uh, you know uh, helper text as you're programming. It is way off the charts. Awesome. I mean, it's just great to be able to program that. The kids loved it. I keep calling them kids. I try to call them students. To me, kids is like grade school. These are high school uh, young adults, so these are my students. But um, but they've been really, really enjoying it and really understanding programming now. And they're like, oh, uh, Mr. Jack, man, this this is awesome, you know, to, to be able to learn this stuff. So uh, this week, I actually think, uh, just coming to now here in, uh, what I say, December 6th, uh, this coming week, I think where I'm going to start leaning a little bit towards the 5505 firewalls. Uh, we just ordered 5506s. We have Cisco uh, contacts at Cisco that we talk to all the time. And they give us the latest, greatest equipment coming out, what we should be buying. Uh, they don't give it to us. They give us a list of what we should buy. So I think it's 5506s is the next one we're buying. So. All right, but thank you so much for watching. Thank you for all of the great questions and, you know, the emails people asking me where I've been. I've been healthy. Everything's been good. Uh, thanks for asking about that. My wife has been healthy. The family's all good. The kids are great. Um, uh, just to throw it out, I do have a new grandbaby. He's about six months old now, so uh, he's doing great. Uh, my other grandson's great, so. But I hope to come to you uh, each week and bring you something new. Um, and we'll see how it plays out, but I just wanted to touch base with everybody. So thank you again so much for everything and all the well wishes. I do appreciate that. And if you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, please go over to 42 Techno Man, hit that little subscribe button. Uh, then as I post these, you'll get notified and uh, we'll put these into that playlist I told you about for, um, you know, tips from the server room. So thanks once again, everybody. And I will be talking to you very, very soon until then. Keep those servers humming and keep those viruses away. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye for now, everybody. You just listened to Tips from the Server Room with your host, Jack. If you have any questions, please drop me a comment at tipsfromtheserverroom.com. Thanks again for tuning in and downloading the shows. Now sit back, relax, and listen to the remainder of the music. We'll see you next week on Tips from the Server Room. So long.